Welcome to the Pivot to Your Passion podcast. I'm Jess, your host. This is the podcast where we dive deep and we talk about life, the good, the bad, and the ugly. We discuss all things life, parenting, mental health, and money. You won't want to miss a single episode. A little bit about me. Well, my husband and I, along with our three boys, paid off $100,000 of debt in less than two years. I happened to have a huge mental health breakdown right before this happened, and so things were a little chaotic to say the least. So now I want to share with others, I want to share with you how to navigate life without the stress and overwhelm. So let's dive on in. Welcome back to the Pivot to Your Passion podcast, where we tackle the financial challenges that matter most. I'm Jess, and today we're diving into a critical topic as student loan payments resume after the pandemic pause. If you're feeling the pressure, you are not alone, but don't worry, I've got your back. The student loan landscape in the United States is undergoing a significant shift as we navigate through the aftermath of the pandemic. In response to the economic challenges posed by COVID-19, the federal government temporarily paused federal student loan payments, provided 0% interest rates, and stopped collections. This relief was a welcome respite for millions of borrowers as it allowed them to redirect their financial resources towards more immediate needs during the crisis. Now you're in a place where your student loan repayments are starting back up, meaning you need to start paying back your student loans. Americans owe $1.77 trillion in student loan debt. So if you have student loans, you are obviously not alone. Most student loans have a fairly low interest rate. The average interest rate on a student loan is around 5 to 6%, which isn't super low, but it isn't considered high interest rate debt like, credit, like most credit cards. So there are strategies for managing student loan payments. There are many, and I will um, talk about a couple here. The standard repayment plan involves, um, it. well, it's the most common repayment plan, and it involves fixed monthly payments that are paid over um, a period of usually 10 years. This plan ensures that the borrowers pay off their loans relatively quickly, but the monthly payments payments are higher compared to other plans. It's an ideal option for those who can comfortably manage higher monthly payments. The extended payment plan extends the loan term beyond the standard 10 years, usually up to 25 years. So borrowers can choose between fixed or graduated payments. This plan reduces the monthly payment amount, making it more manageable, but it results in higher interest costs, more money you're paying towards the interest over the life of the loan graduated repayment plan is 
designed for borrowers whose income is expected to increase over time. So your payments would start lower and then gradually increase, typically about every two years. And the plan um, has a maximum term of 10 years for federal loans. It may be a good choice for borrowers who anticipate salary increases but need those lower initial payments. There's also payment repayment plans um, that are based on your income or pay as you earn. So that um, like pay as you earn caps your payments at 10% of discretionary income with a repayment term of 20 years. There's um, revised pay as you earn income contingent repayment, income sensitive repayment. So there's a lot of different repayment options for your student loans. So it's definitely worth reaching out to your current lender to ask about and inquire about their interest rate reduction programs they may offer um, or what they have to provide in terms of either a rate discount um, or ways in order to help you pay your student loans off. The most important thing you can do to help with your personal finances is to create a budget and to add in your student loan repayments into that budget and to stick to your budget. So you can definitely go on over to Jess Wayne Coaching. I have much information, a lot of information over there on um budgeting. I have my budgeting courses. But as far as how fast you pay off your student loans, it's going to depend on your goals and the total amount of your student loans that you need to repay. But again, the quickest way for you to know how much money you're able to afford to pay uh, each month on your student loans is going to be based off of your budget. How much you can afford to repay is going to be different than your um, other person that graduated in the same class as you did. Again, there are different um, discounts or um, rate, interest rate uh, decreases potentially that might be out there from the um, loan service or the company that you took out the loan from. But there's also maybe um, different programs that you could possibly be eligible for and benefit from, including federal loan forgiveness, forgiveness programs, such as the public service loan forgiveness or the PSLF or the teacher loan forgiveness. So again, I would suggest looking into these programs to see if you are eligible. So another thing to consider would be student loan refinancing and consolidation. So when deciding whether to refinance or consolidate your student loans, there's several factors that come into play. And some of those to consider are the interest rates. So for refinancing, you're looking to secure a new lower interest rate than what you currently have on your loans. Interest rates for federal student loans are fixed, but private lenders offer both um, fixed and variable rates, so rates that um, change. So a lower interest rate can save you money over the life of the loan. 
Also, loan types, federal and private loans can be refinanced, but consolidating typically applies um, just to federal loans. You can consolidate multiple federal loans into a direct consolidation loan with a fixed interest rate. When refinancing, you could also bundle federal and private loans into one new private loan. You want to consider your repayment terms terms. So when you consolidate federal loans, you may have the option to extend your repayment term up to 30 years, which would obviously lower your monthly payments. However, this can lead to higher overall interest costs. So if you're thinking about refinancing, you can choose a um, new loan term and lenders often have offer various options from like five years to 20 years. Shorter terms usually have higher monthly payments, but lower overall interest. You can also consider federal benefits, such as those different types of repayment plans and loan forgiveness, um, or those income-driven repayment plans and loan forgiveness or deferment options. So it's just things that you want to consider. Also, private lender offers. You can compare offers from various private lenders if you're considering refinancing. Again, make sure that you're looking at the terms, the interest rates, and any added benefits. Some lenders offer features like interest rate reductions for on-time payments or a co-signer release option. Your creditworthiness, so refinancing eligibility and the interest rate you qualify for often depend on your credit cards or your your credit score and your financial stability. So if you've improved your credit or have a higher income since taking out your loans, you might qualify for a more favorable rate. Also, again, your monthly budget. You want to consider your current financial situation. Do you need to lower or try to get your monthly payments lowered? Or are you focused on paying off the loans as quickly as possible? Your choice between consolidation and refinancing should really align with your financial goals, and everyone should have financial goals. Fixed versus variable rates, again, um, fixed rates stayed the same over the whole term of the loan, and variable interest rates will um, be unpredictable. They may go up or down, and they're going to change over time with the market fluctuations. If you um, are currently using a cosigner, consider whether refinancing would allow you to release your cosigner, which can be an attractive option if you are improving your financial standing. So ultimately, the decision to refinance or consolidate your loans depend on your unique financial goals and circumstances. So just because your friend is doing it does not necessarily mean that you should do it or would benefit from it. So it's wise, again, to compare the terms and benefits of each option, as well as to consult with someone else like a student loan expert if you're uncertain about the best path for your situation. You could also consult a financial coach because a lot of times they're going to be able to give you tips and tricks or look at the different options available to you and give you um, some of the benefits or pros and cons to each of those. 
So when I started paying off my student loans, I was just out of school. I would um, always pay more than the minimum monthly payments due. So I believe I had a few different student loans. Luckily, they weren't. I didn't have too much of student loans. I honestly can't remember. I think I had between fifteen and twenty thousand dollars of student loans, and my monthly payments were like fifty dollars on one, one hundred and fifty on another one, and I can't remember on the third one. But I would always put extra money. So I would pay more than the minimum monthly payment due to pay them off faster. So I would put any of that kind of extra money I received onto paying off my loans early. Then once my husband and I got married, we together decided to pay off my remaining student loans completely and in full. And we were very blessed to be able to do this financially and that we both were in agreement with this plan. Some other ways to pay off your loans early is by selling items and putting that money towards your loans, picking up extra hours at your current job, picking up a second job to pay off your loan early. If you get bonuses at work or tax refunds or money for special occasions like your birthday or Christmas, you can use all of this money to pay down your student loans faster. Now, if you have multiple debts, if you have credit card debt, a car loan, and your student loans, you're going to want to consider which type of debt payoff method you want to use. There's the debt snowball method or the avalanche payoff method. And you, the, with the snowball method, real quick, I'll explain. The snowball beth- method is paying off your debts as fast as you can by starting with the lowest total balance due um, first. So you kind of line up your debts, lowest balance to highest balance, and you start with that lowest balance and you pay that off. And then you go to the second lowest balance and go all the way through the low until they're all paid off as quickly as possible. The avalanche debt payoff method is paying off your debts by the interest rate, the highest interest rate first, and then going to the lowest interest rate. So just a quick side note, when you're paying more on your debts than the minimum monthly payment due, you may need to add something, if you're actually writing out checks and and mailing it in the old school way, you're going to need to put something on there um, that says something like put towards principal balance on the check memo or in the comment section. If you're paying online, you're going to want to do that as well. Wherever you are able to put that, you may also need to call the actual company and ask them how you need to go about paying extra on your loan and that that extra money is going towards your principal balance because otherwise it may go towards your interest and you want it to go towards your principal balance so that you are paying off your loan early. I do not suggest waiting for the government to bail you out on your student loan payments. You made a decision whether you were fully informed or not, that's a whole nother topic, but you made a decision to borrow money from someone, from a company, and now you need to pay it back. Having students student loans is nothing to be ashamed of or embarrassed of, but I do encourage you to pay off your debt quickly because even if your interest rates are 5%, you are still paying more than the amount you borrowed. So the amount over time is going, you're going to pay back more than the amount you borrowed. And that money could be spent 
elsewhere in your budget? Could you imagine if you had $200 extra a month to put on into a vacation fund or your savings account, your emergency savings account, or into a fund to be putting on a down payment for a house or buying a different car, okay? So you want to pay off your debts quickly. If you need help creating a budget or you have specific questions related to your budget or debt, please reach out to me. I would love to connect with you and help you through that. You can find me at JessWayneCoaching.com or I'm on Instagram at JessWayneCoaching or even on Facebook at JessWayneCoaching or Jessica Wayne. So thank you for tuning in today. Remember, student loans don't have to be an a huge burden. With the right strategies and knowledge, you can for sure regain control of your finances. If you found this episode helpful, I would love it if you would please share it with others who might benefit. But until next time, stay financially savvy, my friends. As always, make today a great day because we have so much to be thankful for.